Hello and welcome to Tabletop Legend. Uh, this is the very first episode of Tabletop Legend. I'm very, very excited to finally be making it. Uh, basically, this podcast is all about tabletop gaming of all different types of games, D&D, Call of Cthulhu, any other tabletop RPG you can even possibly think of, and hell, maybe sometimes some board games as well. Uh, today, I have my very good friend Chris with me. Chris? Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I am Chris, and I am very excited for this uh, episode of Tabletop Legend, because not only is it the first episode of Tabletop Legend by my friend Jared here, it is also the first time I am ever going to be creating a character in Dungeons & Dragons. Yes, uh, that is what we will be doing on today's episode. We're going to be creating Chris's very first character ever uh maybe coming up with some backstory uh so i'm pretty excited i think you're gonna enjoy this a lot i am very excited because let me tell you when i was doing some research and pardon me looking at the pdf and the character sheet and the stuff you told me to prep just Mm -hmm. looking at everything i'm excited because it looks in depth just awesome and it looks like a fantasy experience that I've never honestly had, and I can't. I can't wait. I'm honestly so excited. I want. I wish I could get every every single person in the world to play D and D at least once, because I feel like maybe not everybody, but like a vast majority of people would love it, like completely love it, because it's just it's you get to tell your own story, you get to be a, an adventurer. It's great. I love it. It sounds amazing. And it's just like, it's my, what I want to say is like, it feels like a book version. Well, I mean, it is a book, you know, from the RPG, but it feels like playing a book instead of reading it. That's how I want to interpret it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Uh, So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Did you have any idea of what kind of character you wanted to play or wanted to create well i'll tell you what um looking at some of the the first like 40 pages that i skimmed over in the book Mm -hmm. i am because you know me i'm definitely a strength class of i love any type of brute force strong character Mm mm-hmm you know, a titan of a melee. And to my surprise, on page, I can't even tell you where it is. It was like 45. There is a barbarian class. Oh, yes. The classic. So uh, I think I'm just going to go straight for the money and say I would love to be a barbarian. You you know what? I kind of figured you wanted to be a barbarian. Uh, You know me. So go ahead. Go ahead and write that down underneath if you look on your character sheet. By the way, I did have Chris kind of prep a few things uh, to get him ready. Uh, But underneath, at the very top, if you have the same character sheet that I do, there should be uh, a line that says class and level. You can write barbarian right above class. And, And you might as well put level one because we are creating a level one character dope so that being said have you thought of the race you would like to be well honestly 
I don't know because I feel like in any good fantasy game, there's certain advantages and disadvantages to the race you're going to be. You're right. Therefore, if I was going to be a barbarian, I don't think I would want to be a gnome. But listen, how fucking hilarious would it be to see a very tiny gnome charging in, probably shirtless, just like a crazy little man? <laughs> just, go, just going as as <laughs> as I have heard the Revolutionary War put so greatly. I would imagine the gnome as I would see George Washington going absolutely ham on the British. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, that one tickled me. Uh, So, well, let me tell you something, because the experience I do have with any kind of fantasy game like this, there was a game I used to play it was a text-based game called Night Mist. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or not. Never have. So what I do know of that game that's kind of comparative to D&D is that if, if the races are kind of similar, then the humans are very common. Like they're just kind of straight all across the board. Mm-hmm. A halfling is a half dwarf, half human. Kind of, yeah. Um, and then the elves and half elves are very charismatic. They're more for their intelligence and their charisma. And the two races I'm seeing here that aren't in that game that are you know kind of familiar are the Dragonborn and the Half-Orc. Mm-hmm. So, both of which, if you're going for strength-based build, both get a plus two to their strength score right off the bat, just from their race. Hmm. That's what I was kind of figuring. Do dwarves get a strength boost? You know, surprisingly, they do not. Uh, I believe the dwarves in, at least in D&D 5th edition, only get a constitution uh, score increase. That's interesting, because in most other games, dwarves are actually known to be very strong, even though they are very short-statured. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of, they're kind of, that's, they're, they're kind of making up for that in D&D, because with strength is mostly just your the the strength ability in D&D is mostly just your physical strength. Constitution is like your health strength kind of stand Yeah, strength. like you can you can stand up to more because okay. constitution is directly uh directly connected to your health. So the more constitution you have, the more health you'll get with with each level that you gain. Hmm. Okay. Well, but if you just want to be big, beefy <laughs> hammer man that do big damage, strength, <laughs> strength is where it's at. Right. And I think that would be the best choice. Hmm. What would be? Hmm. 
Tell you what, how about Dragonborn? Let what with the Dragonborn? Are mm -hmm. they like a half breed or are they just kind of a hominid? They are they are Dragonborn. Uh they are direct descendants of uh either chromatic or um what's the other one? Uh blah 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 blah. Not chromatic. I can, for the life of me, remember what they're called. Uh, but basically, like, standard colors, like, black, green, blue, red. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, that's chromatic. And then there's silver, gold, uh, platinum, uh, bronze, right, stuff like right. that. I can't... <laughs> I'm a bad D&D fan right now because I cannot remember the fucking name nah, for nah. them. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> hmm. Tell you what, let's go because you know what? Like thinking about it, because when whenever you're making a character, you also provide like backstory and stuff for it, right? Mm -hmm. You can. I'll it's not 100 percent necessary, but you can. You know, like it makes me. You know, it makes me think because I kind of want to get into the fantasy about it, and I have an idea. So let's go, Dragonborn. Dragonborn? All right. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, uh, before we... Now that you've chosen your race, hey, what do you want your name to be? What is your character's name? Okay. Hmm. That's a good one, because let me tell you, names <clears throat> are important. And I actually want to look because it says... I, I, I've been doing just some little research and skimming, and here it even has, like, there are some, some suggestions, yeah. Nadar, Ponzer, Patrine, Rogar. Hmm. How about just trying to trying to get some inspiration off these given names of how they want to make him sound. Let's give him the name. Hmm. You know what? I'm actually going to keep it simple. I want his name to be Arthur. Arthur, like King Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. All right. A little bit of a, a little bit of a backstory for him. All right. I like it. I did too. So you are a dragonborn. What type of dragonborn did you want to be? Do you want? Because <laughs> you get to choose your your color. Hmm. Uh, now, the color of dragonborn that you are, and there is a little uh, table in right beneath the dragonborn traits that you can look at to tell you what the difference is. Okay. Breathe breath weapon. Oh, they get breath weapon. That's they awesome. do. <clears throat> Fifteen feet cone. Interesting. Tell you what, we're gonna have to go with. We're gonna have to go with blue. Blue? You like yeah. the lightning? I want that lightning and that five by thirty foot line of damage. Yep. So it's basically just a straight line in front of you for thirty feet. Which, if I know Warcraft, the distance in the whatever is way better than a short cone, unless you're. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're super surrounded, then you're just 
messed up. <laughs> okay, so on to the next thing. One quick, where would I put that blue spot? Uh, you can actually just put that in your features and traits box. Okay. Uh, you can just write down blue uh, dragonborn. You can just, you can uh, even say like uh, breath weapon lightning five by 30 foot line. That's what I'm going to do. That so I remember that. <clears throat> foot and then what does it say deck save nice nice okay let's move to the next step let's go to let's go and fill in your abilities okay. uh, so you sent me your uh, ability scores via text, which you actually, there's some, they're decent scores. Um, that being said, uh, you don't necessarily have to put your highest score in your best uh, attribute or ability, right. um, because you can basically min-max if you want, or you can just be a complete powerhouse and put your <clears throat> 16 in your strength, which you get a plus 2 racial bonus to that, making it an 18 strength, which means you'd get a plus 4 bonus on a lot of stuff, which is really good. <laughs> like... Okay, so um, explain that to me <laughs> one more time. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I'm no, no, keep that's forgetting fine. that. Uh, so basically, uh, each race has its own racial ability uh, bonuses, basically. Right. Uh, so, like, the Dragonborn uh, gets a plus two to strength and a plus one to charisma. Uh, just because they're a Dragonborn. That's just how they are. Right. Um, additionally to that, your uh, saving throws, which are basically, like, if you're trying to uh, negate the effect of something or overcome the effect of a spell that's being cast on you um, are different with each uh, race. So for a Dragonborn, your um, let me see here, because I actually cannot remember which one it is. Where's your goddamn saving throws? Uh, death pack. Oh wait, no. Saving throws are by class. Forgive me. So under barbarian, I believe your saving throws are. Strength and Constitution. So, on your sheet, uh, in the box it says Saving Throws. Fill in the little dots next to uh, uh, Strength and Constitution. Are you still there, my friend? 
Can you hear me? I can now. Did you okay. hear me? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have strength and constitution filled in. Yes. Um, and right above that in the little tiny box above the saving throw spot mm-hmm. says, that says proficiency bonus, yes. go ahead and put a plus two in there. Plus two. All right. So basically the um, saving throws, uh, you take your uh, proficiency bonus plus your uh, uh, skill, your ability score bonus. And that becomes your saving throw that you can, your, your bonus to your saving throw when you roll a d20 to save against certain um, effects. Oh, okay. So, for now, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I, I shouldn't say this, but I have a feeling that you just want to be a big beefy boy and you want to hit things. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let better believe it. And remind me, your your stats were a going highest to lowest, 16, 15, 14, 11, 10, 9. Correct. Okay. So, what I would suggest is putting the 16 in your strength, because uh, that'll give you an 18 uh, total for your strength, which means you'll do big damage. Um. I would put the mm, let's see. I would say your fifteen in constitution. I was thinking that also. Because I get a plus one to that, correct? You don't no, get constitution, get, you get right. charisma plus one, which is why I'm gonna say Well You honestly you're a barbarian. Yeah. I think the only thing that you're really going to use charisma for, if anything, I think charisma is act or intimidation is actually a charisma based uh, skill mm-hmm. in this game, which could work, but a lot of DMs will give you the option to use your strength because, like, depending on how you're intimidating them, okay, it's kind of interchangeable. So what right. I'm going to say is you can use that eleven in your charisma because that'll give you a 12 and then give you a plus one right <clears throat> excuse me uh we're just gonna throw that nine in that intelligence because barbarians aren't the wisest or the the most intelligent of people yeah you're right <laughs> we throw our muscles uh, around not our brains exactly uh we're gonna put that 14 in dexterity and then the wisdom we're gonna give that 10 you know, basing this off of what I have known by my very little knowledge of D&D, but my other knowledge of fantasy, I was actually thinking very much the same that you were saying to put these into. Mm-hmm. There's always <laughs> there's always the one dump stat, and the dump stat is the one that gets the lowest score. I, I'm guilty of this. My intelligence is almost always my dump stat. My <laughs> characters are always dumb as hell. <laughs> Now, when you play, what do you normally play as? What's your class and race? Or are you kind of all over the board? I'm kind of all over the board. The two characters that I'm playing currently in my current games, I have a druid. Um, he is in the, I, I have some extra uh, resources, so I, I'm not working out of just the player's handbook. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm a Triton, which is basically like a fish person, okay. druid. Um. Oh, excuse me. And then my other character is my God, I am gassy. Um, <laughs> That's fine. My, I'm drinking coffee, so I might be there too. <laughs> my other character is a Kenku, which is basically a raven person. Hmm. Uh, and they are a fighter class, so they wield swords, but they're like a five foot bird. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting and terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty great. I love it. Um, but that's your that's your um, ability scores. So basically, like I was saying, um, depending on and you can see this in the very front of the book <laughs> on page thirteen, if you wanted to look at it for reference. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> on the top right corner of the. Uh, of page 13 there is a ability score and modifiers table basically whatever your base score for your ability score is um let's take your your strength if it was just a base 16 you would get a plus three but since you have the plus or you have the plus two from your racial bonus which makes it an 18 you actually get a plus four bonus in that skill so in under all the the big boxes like where it says like strength dexterity constitution intelligence wisdom charisma those smaller little circles underneath those is where you put those um or or alternatively you could put the 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 score and the smaller one and then your bonus and the bigger one however it you want it to be it doesn't matter um but you write down the bonuses there so, so for your strength, since it's an 18, you actually have a plus four. Okay. So, because I rolled a six. So I'm just trying to follow this because I rolled a 16. Mm-hmm. My race gives me a plus two. Mm-hmm. And that character what? advancement at plus one gives me a proficiency of plus two. So... Or, or am I thinking that wrong? Because you said plus four after the plus two? No. Um, so basically, um, let's just look at it. Your your ability score is 18. So on that right. table, you would get a plus four total. Does that make sense? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> basically... Oh, me, maybe I was me. on the wrong table. Wait. So is it the table? Is the table called character advancement? No. Um, oh, that's where I was wrong. You're on page 15, unless your PDF is different. My PDF is... Okay, what's the table called? Ability scores and modifiers. There it is. Okay. No, my PDF. Here's the problem with the PDF. Uh, the page numbers are stupid. So... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay so let's see here score oh okay oh i see what you're saying so my race gives me 18 and that score modifier i get a plus four because of where that falls yes exactly so then my overall strength those modifiers and my race is now 22 no 
no. your your strength can never go your your ability scores can never go above twenty. Oh. So your max your max like with without help of like magical items, of course. Right. Uh, but at level one, you don't have any of those. <laughs> um, so basically, you can get a, a 20 in an ability score if you roll really, really good. Like if you rolled an 18 and we put that in your strength uh, slot and you got that plus two, you'd have a 20, uh, 20 skill total or ability total for uh, strength, which would give you a plus five to your rolls on anything mm. strength based. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So basically, if you follow that uh, table right there, you can fill in your your blanks. Uh, so like your strength score uh, is 18, uh, so you'd get a plus 4. Your dexterity is a 14, so you get a plus 2. Your constitution is 15, so you also get a plus 2. Your intelligence is nine, so you actually get a minus one for that, which means anything intelligence-based, you just take a negative on your roll. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> which, which, it sounds bad, but sometimes failing rolls <laughs> is just the best because the craziest stuff happens, and it's so <laughs> funny. It tells such a great story. Uh. Your wisdom is 10, so you don't get a bonus at all for that. It's just a straight roll. Uh, and your charisma is 12, so you get a plus one. Okay, okay. All right. How about that? Look at me being a strong, handsome boy. Look at you being a strong, handsome boy. All right. So let us continue. You get, as a barbarian, a choice of some, uh, basically, skill proficiencies. Uh, you get to choose from a select, uh, a select few, uh, those being, and they should also be listed, um, uh, in the uh, class description as well it'll say uh underclass features it'll say hit points proficiencies uh and under proficiencies it'll say skills and then it'll say choose two from and then it'll list some skills and you get to choose two of those that you uh are proficient in which basically means you get to add your proficiency bonus to whatever you roll for those skills okay let me see Hmm. So, like, when these skills, like this, and on the cheats, like the acrobats, animal handling, arcana, all that. Yes, but you only get to choose from some of those uh, for barbarian skills. So, like, for the barbarian skills, uh, their proficiencies, you get to choose from either animal handling, athletics, intimidation, nature, perception, or survival. I I can't see those on here. I can't find them. So can you get those uh 
rattle those off to me again? Yes. Uh, hmm. There's animal handling, um, and I'll give you a basic description of what they basically mean. Uh, animal handling <laughs> being your ability to use or or tame animals. Uh, your athletics, which is basically your ability to like do certain physical activities, intimidation, self-explanatory. Uh, nature is your understanding of nature. Uh, perception is your ability to uh, see, hear, smell. It's basically your your senses. Uh, okay. And then survival, which is your ability to survive in tough situations or your knowledge of being able to survive. Okay. And how many do I get to pick? You get to pick two out of those ones that I just listed. So being a barbarian, going off my stats, I think I'm going to go with intimidation. All right. And I think I'm going to go with animal handling. Animal handling? All right. Both of those are not my greatest stats, but you know what? We'll, we'll figure it out. That's all right. It's all right. Because now you get to add your proficiency bonus on top of your skill bonus to both of those. Uh, which, by the way, is the same thing for the, saving, for the abilities as the saving throws. Fill in those little dots right next to those skills so you know you have right. those proficiencies picked. So, like, my intimidation, my charisma is 12, so that would be a 14? Well, you're... Basically, it means you would take your proficiency bonus and then add that to your skill bonus, which it would be for... Uh, oh, the bottom thing. Yes. So, my proficiency plus my skill bonus would be plus one, so then it would be a three. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. That makes sense. So then my animal handling is two because... <laughs> because being... you got a ten wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. That means I'm just an average, not a dumb, dumb boy, but not a smart boy either. Exactly. Means I'm probably, I'm probably going to work in like a warehouse, but nothing small, nothing great when I grow up. All right. So let's see here. What can we move on to <laughs> next that isn't too super involved. Um, we'll, we'll leave the like character details, characteristics, physical correct characteristics and stuff for the like character fleshing out bit. Let's finish setting up your guy. Okay. So You get the choice of either choosing some gold to start out with to buy your equipment or just starting off with some already chosen equipment, which honestly is much, much easier because you have to roll your gold and, it, and you could potentially not have enough for everything that you need. So we're going to go with just the starting equipment. Um, and you do have some choices. Um, you can either choose from a great axe or any martial melee weapon, which if you need to know what martial melee weapons are, mm -hmm. there should be a 
table in I can give you a chapter since the uh, pages aren't the same in chapter five equipment uh, there's a weapon table and then there's going to be right about the halfway point it'll say martial melee weapons and then basically anything under that up to the point where it says martial ranged weapons you can use okay Oh my. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, chapter five. Armor and shields, light armor, medium armor, two two heavy armor, getting weapons. Uh Martial Melee. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's either you get a choice of a great axe, which is just a big old axe. Or your choice of one of those martial melee weapons. I'm guessing the battle axe is not the same as a great axe. Um, no. There are actually two different things. The battle axe, you do 1d8 slashing, and it's versatile, which basically means you can either wield it one-handed or two-handed. If you wield it two-handed, it does 1d10 damage instead of 1d8 damage. Uh, and a great axe is heavy and two-handed only, and it does 1d12 damage. Mm. Interesting. Let's go. You know what? Let's, let's go with the great axe. We'll keep great it. Great axe? All yeah. right. Now you get the choice between two hand axes or any simple weapon. And that can be simple melee or simple ranged. Hmm. Let's go with Let's go with a simple weapon. Let's go with a simple range short bow. Short bow? All right. So, you can add that to your equipment uh, box, which there should be in the bottom center, a little box that says equipment. You can add the great axe, the short bow, and a adventurer's pack. I believe it was an adventurer. Yes, an adventurer's pack with four javelin. Okay. I'll tell you what. I actually am making a quick executive decision because I didn't see it the first time. Sure thing. I want to change my great axe to a war hammer. Okay. Sure. Your boy loves me a war hammer. I, I dig it. Big beefy boy has got to have a big beefy blunt weapon. <laughs> and it's versatile, so you can wield that in one hand or two hands. Nice. And you said adventure pack with four javelins. Yes, and there's there's a bunch of other stuff. There's also a table in here that explains, or at least a page in here that explains what's in all of the packs. But for the time being, you've got an adventurous pack. Okay. 
So, perfect. Now we can actually go on to your description. Part of your description is your background. Um, now you can do your own custom background, <laughs> but there are some pre-made backgrounds that do give some uh, uh, buffs, like buffs and bonuses, um, or some extra uh, skill proficiencies. Let me see if I can find the page for you. Ah, yes. Okay. So. I'm going to try and I'm gonna, there's actually there's one on here. I'm I'm actually on I don't know if you've ever heard of D&D Beyond, but I'm on D&D Beyond's page and kind of building your character at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um and there's one thing on here that isn't in the player's handbook. It's a background that I love. It is my new favorite thing and I cannot wait to make a character with this background myself. It's called the haunted one. Okay. Can I read to you what the Haunted One's description is? Absolutely. All right. The Haunted One background. You are haunted by something so terrible that you dare not speak of it. You've tried to bury it and run away from it to no avail. Whatever this thing is that haunts you, you can't be slain. Or whatever this thing is that haunts you can't be slain with a sword or banished with a spell. It might come to you as a shadow on the wall, a blood-curdling nightmare, a memory that refuses to die, or a demonic whisper in the dark. The burden has taken its toll, isolating you from most people and making you question your sanity. You must find a way to overcome it before it destroys you. Ooh. (laughs) I love it so much. That is interesting. I love it. That's... Spooky. It's so spooky and I love it. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my god. But that's just one of many that you could choose from. Like there's Acolyte, which is basically like you're No, hell no, we're going with that. You're haunted. going with a haunted one? Haunted, yeah. Okay, all right. Perfect. So um, I write that at the top on background. Yes, under background you would write write haunted one. Um for haunted one, um you get two skill proficiencies uh you get to choose from one of four or two of four uh arcana which is basically your knowledge of magical things investigation Mm -hmm. your ability to investigate things uh religion uh which is your knowledge of religious uh things and and beings and survival and how many did you say i could pick two of those four okay we're gonna go with survival okay and again, not the best because that only gives me two. They're all intelligence based. <laughs> yeah. Religion, Arcana, and what was it? Oh, investigation. Yes. Arcana. However, I will say, since you are would be taking a proficiency in these, you would at least get a plus one on all of these now. Oh really? Why? Is yeah, that? because you because you add your proficiency bonus to the roll of all your proficient skills. 
Oh, but I thought I had a plus two proficiency bonus. You do, but since you have a negative one intelligence bonus, it kind of cancels out one of those. Survival's wisdom. Oh, survival. Well, survival's wisdom, but arcana, investigation, and religion are religion all intelligence So based. they'd be one. All mm-hmm. right. Let's go investigation. That sounds All right. It makes more sense for, for a barbarian, too. They'd be more <laughs> investigative right. than they would religious or magic. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. Unless it's the religion of smash. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that might be a later episode there we could go over gods all all day like oh hell yeah oh boy uh you get to choose a language that you would like to uh speak and they're a fuck ton um can i just make one up and call it dirt <laughs> sure <laughs> you're the only one that speaks it and it's just <laughs> It's just a bunch of grunts and groans. <laughs> so wait, oh, that's a legit thing. I can just make it up, and then if I it mean, ever came into play, I would never be able to use it. It's D and D, so you can really do whatever you want, mm-hmm. but it's not part of the actual D and D resources. So mm-hmm. I don't know if somebody could make the Dur language, <laughs> right? then by all means you're an expert (laughs) so so uh is there a dragonborn like a dragon language yes that would fit it's called draconic and from being a dragonborn you'd automatically know how to speak draconic oh so then i could pick a different language too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh so is this one of those things where like the common language or english everybody like can speak that yeah, uh, basically, uh, it's called common, uh, yeah. which is basically English. Um, and then you usually can speak common and then whatever uh, <laughs> dialect your race speaks. And then I get to pick one other one. Uh, from your, due, due to the, the background you've chosen, yes. Okay. So, what's a common, like another common language that usually comes in the let me go design. through let me go through the 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 regular uh languages because there's a bunch on here that would take a long time to explain uh there's dwarvish elvish giant gnomish goblin halfling um infernal which is basically like demon speak uh minotaur orc um abyssal celestial like, there's a bunch. <laughs> there is a bunch. I think we should go demonic because that would fit into my background. Infernal, well. infernal. All right. Yeah. All right, and then you get to choose one exotic language, uh, and that can be either abyssal, celestial, deep speech, primordial, sylvan, or undercommon. And that sounds like a bunch of nonsense coming from me. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's the difference between okay what uh, what is like abyssal and celestial i'm gonna guess celestial is like kind of like a esoteric angel yeah okay and yep. then abyssal is abyssal like... is like 
uh, fiends, like the the language of fiends. Okay, let's go. Uh, hmm, let's go celestial. Celestial. All right. Yeah. So now we get into like <clears throat> your alignment. You you are excused, my friend. Uh, or, oh, excuse me. Uh, let me find the thing here because I know there is one that says what barbarians usually are. I want to say they're like usually. Man, I am blanking so hard. But basically, alignment is your your How do I know how to explain this? It's how you view the world around you. So like there are three different uh, <clears throat> alignment, like core alignments, which is neutral, lawful, or chaotic. And then there are either neutral good, neutral evil, true neutral, lawful neutral, lawful good, lawful evil, chaotic neutral, chaotic good, and chaotic evil. Now, being a barbarian, I would say you're probably leaning towards either a true neutral or a chaotic neutral or just a neutral in general, because that just means you basically don't care one way or another <laughs> what happens. You're just there to do stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> now, now the difference between the neutrals is like true neutral is like, I don't give a fuck. Like who cares? Mm -hmm. Lawful neutral is, you don't have a stance, but you're more going to side with the law of the land than anything. And chaotic neutral means you do whatever the fuck you want anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> Whether it be good or bad. Right, right. Accordance with law, tradition, or personal codes. Fuck that. I think I want to be chaotic neutral. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Do what I want You're... when I want. Yep. Uh, you are a barbarian, so chances are you don't have a faith. Um, and I'm uh, going to... Faith of Smash. Faith of Smash. I'm just going to write down Smash. Uh, and I'm going to say... I'm going to say you live probably a either modest or poor lifestyle, which basically means modest means you live off of one gold piece a day or poor means you live off two silver pieces a day. Since you're a barbarian, most of them are hunter gatherers anyway. Right. So I they think, wouldn't really have a lot of money. I think the modest would be what I would have mentioned this character more. Okay. Cause it would be kind of a balance of like, like I know what I'm doing but at the same mm. time, I'm just going to go out and fuck shit up and get what I want when I want it. Yeah. 
All right. So let's get into your physical characteristics. So this is where you can actually decide what your character actually looks like. Um, obviously, you're going to have, as far as skin goes, you're going to have blue skin because you're a blue dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can have hair if you want, and you can describe what kind, like if it's long hair, short hair, what color it is. Uh, you could say what color your eyes are, what your height is, how much you weigh, how old you are. Uh, I think you're going with male for your gender. Yes. All right. So let's start off. What uh, if you have hair? What color is it, and what does it uh, like? What What does it look like? Okay. So. Is this something about that? Yeah. Okay. So I see where it is now. Um. So for me, with my hair, because I'm blue, I'm going to go, it's going to be a dark, I'm going to have long uh, hair, it's going to be semi-long, probably like down on my shoulders, and it's going to be a dark silver. Okay, I like it, I can picture it, that looks pretty dope. All right, what color are your eyes? Whether well, uh, my skin is blue, <clears throat> so I'm gonna have to go with what complements blue. I think I have to go with. Uh, oh, we're gonna, I gotta take in the hair color too because I was gonna say red, but if it's blue with dark shimmering hair, because I want something. I think I want it like. Um, bronze like i would have like a bronze eyes like shiny bronze eyes okay yeah bronze all right and how tall are you i'm five nine my dude that's how five nine real life all right and your weight well uh let's go with actually uh practical weight um because 5'9", but he's a big, beefy boy barbarian. So, if I'm hulking out all those muscles, I'm going to have to go with a solid 215 pounds. All right. How old are you? And there are some uh, things with the, like, <clears throat> their their general, uh, like, aging habits. Um, I did see that because... They live, they live to be around 80. Right, and so it's roughly, roughly, maybe a little bit less than a standard human. Let's or around the same. Because here's the thing: I did read about some of it with age. Because young dragonborn grow quickly; they walk hours after hatching, attain the size and development of a ten-year-old human child by the age of three, and reach adulthood by fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say. I am a 16-year-old boy who has just birthed into adulthood. <laughs> All right. I like it. You're on your way to your bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that does it for the physical characteristics. He's a pretty cool-looking dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we get to go on to personality traits, which actually, if you see on the... Just below your your class background, uh, race alignment, and stuff like that, uh, there are four little boxes that say personality traits, ideals, right. bonds, and flaws. 
Okay, okay. <clears throat> so, so I don't know if there are little um uh tables for you like there are on uh D D Beyond for me. The way we can do this, um mm-hmm. Oh, actually it goes by so actually, since um, it is your, it goes off of your background. So I'm going to have to read these off for you. Uh, oh, okay. And then you can either choose or you can just <laughs> randomize it. Um, okay. So we're going to start with the personality traits. And it's basically a selection of eight different ones. I'll just read from top to bottom and then you can choose. Okay. Number one is I don't run from evil. Evil runs from me. Two Fuck, yeah. is... <laughs> two is i like to read and memorize poetry it keeps me calm and brings me fleeting moments of happiness hell no <laughs> i spend money freely and live life to the fullest knowing that tomorrow i might die you bet your ass i do i live for the thrill of the hunt i like that one i don't talk about the thing that torments me i'd rather not burden others with my curse Mm, that's a good one i expect danger around every corner okay i refuse to become a victim and i will not allow others to be victimized and i put no trust in divine beings Mm, okay so those are all personality traits right those are all personality traits how many do i pick um you well this says choose two which is interesting usually i only choose one but if you want to choose two i'll let you choose two since it's saying choose two yeah we'll do two what was the first one again (laughs) i don't run from evil evil runs from me that okay we'll go with that one all right i don't run from evil those bitches run from me And then, what was the one after the thrill of the, I live for the thrill of the hunt? Um, The one after that is, I don't talk about the thing that torments me. I'd rather not burden others with my curse. Let's go with that one. That one? Yeah. All right. All right. Now we're on to ideals. Um, These are more based off of... uh, your alignment than anything else. Uh, So I'll go off of, I'll, I'll read you the ones that are usable for yours, which it looks like there's only two here. So there's, I'll stop the spirits that haunt me or die trying. That's for any alignment. Okay. And then, there's one for chaotic alignment that says I have a dark calling that puts me above the law. Ooh. You get to choose one of those. Those are both pretty good. Those listen, I didn't know that I was making my character basically be Kratos from God of War. <laughs> You're kinda right. So <laughs> apparently Arthur is uh, on his way to kill Ares, the god of war. Uh, I'm going to go with 
So I want to kill my demons at any cost. Or... I'm going to go with uh, the one that said, put me above the law. All right. I have a dark calling that puts me above the law. <clears throat> All right. Your bonds um, is what's next, which is basically like what your drive is, like what, what keeps you doing what you're doing. Okay. So uh, there's six of these. You get to choose from one of the six. Uh, the first one is I keep my thoughts and discoveries in a journal. My journal is my legacy. Okay. Uh, two is I would sacrifice my life and my soul to protect the innocent. Yeah. (laughs) Three is my torment drove away the person I love. I strive to win back the love I've lost. Yeah. Four is a terrible guilt consume me, consumes me. I hope that I can find redemption through my actions. Okay. Five, which I think you'll like, is there's an evil in me, or there's evil in me. I can feel it. It must never be set free. Ooh. And six is I have a child to protect. I must make the world a safer place no, no, for no, him stop or Stop the last one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's done. It's okay. there's an evil inside of me. Yep. All right. And your flaws. This one's fun because you can you can actually you can choose your own flaw or you can choose from one of these flaws yourself, okay. uh, which sometimes choosing your own flaw is fun because then you can play into it and you can use it, like make it part of your backstory and all that cool stuff and fun stuff and just play into it real hard. But uh, here are the ones that uh, are provided. Uh, one is, and you get to choose one of these. Uh, the first one is, I have certain rituals that I must follow every day. I can never break them. Two is, I assume the worst in people. Three is, I feel no compassion for the dead. They're they're the lucky ones. Ooh. Four is, I have an addiction. Five is, I am a purveyor of doom and gloom who lives in a world without hope. And six oh is, I talk to spirits that no one else can see. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> I love ah. so many of these. Those are good. I like the last one a lot, actually. This talking to spirits that no one else can see? Yeah. All right. You want that one? Yeah, let's do that one. Well, let's, let, let, let's stop here for a second because okay. that would be the one I would go with out mm-hmm. of the preordained ones. Uh huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, you said that you can pick your own. Yeah, you can make up your own flaw if you want. So what would be like the parameters of making your own? Or can you just say whatever the hell you want? I mean, it can't be something that's like, I mean, I guess it could. It could be something super debilitating. But like, basically, it's something that like, it's a flaw of character. So like, for example, uh, my druid's uh, flaw is I'm too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. So he's basically a drunk. Ooh. Okay, okay. And then so... let's see if I can pull up my Kenku. Yeah, her her um flaw is I assume that people mean well until proven otherwise. So basically she walks up to people and just assumes that they're good people mm. until she's literally shown in front of her that they are not. 
Okay. And you're okay, okay. Trying to think of how I want to build my character. Because something I would put, but you are, I guess there was already one um, that you said off that fits this. Like, my character would just expect the worst out of everybody. Yeah, I mean, and you could, you could add more to that if you wanted. What was, okay, because the last one that you said was, I talked to spirits that no one else can. Yeah. And then, you talk to spirits that no one else can see. So basically, it's like you're talking to yourself. Okay. Oh, and I could add to that too. And what was you the could. one that you said that ordained to what I was getting at with? I expect the worst out of people. Um, base. I think it's the I'm a purveyor of doom and gloom who lives in a world without hope. Maybe. I or think... no, there is no. There is the literally. I assume the worst in people. I, I forgot about that one. That's number see. two. <clears throat> what I because see I, I like both of those and what I would want to do with those is add on to them so like I, I'm between you could, do I, a, you could do a mixture of both if you wanted it really doesn't matter it's your character it, it, this is a flaw this is just a characteristic choice so like right. you can basically do whatever you want but I can I it can only be one flaw right yeah and I mean, well, to, and I would have that's, to. Make... That's the the base game. That's what they give you toward. Oh. They say choose one. But I mean, if you want to have more than one flaw, by all means, like I said, this doesn't affect your character like really like skill wise or playing wise, unless you like heavily lay into it and you yeah. want to heavily lay into it, which sometimes is really fun. Because uh, here's what I'm thinking off the top of my head. With those two, because I want to add on to them for the the one I was going to choose that I talk to spirits that nobody else can see. Mm -hmm. What I would do is I would take that one and I would add on to it to say that may or may not be real. To give my character a little bit of mystery into like what these spirits are and like how they play into my past and my character. And then with the uh <clears throat> with the i expect the worst out of people i would want to make it i always assume the worst out of people but then add on to that to say until it's too late we can just give you two flaws if you want i kind of want to cuz i'm torn I'm torn between the two, and I don't know which one would be better for my character. I think I, I, if it's cool, I think we should go with both. Yeah, we can do that. So, and I assume the worst in people until it's too late yeah all right so what we've come up with with personal characteristics under personality traits is i don't run from evil evil runs from me and i don't talk about the things that torment the thing that torments me i'd rather not burden others with my curse 
Mm-hmm. Uh, your ideals are, I have a dark calling that puts me above the law. Yep, yep. Bonds are, there's evil in me. I can feel it. It must never be set free. Correct. And your flaws, plural, are, I want to, or I talk to spirits that no one else can see that may or may not be real. And I assume the worst in people until it's too late. Yes. All right. I like this character. I love my character. This is, I'm excited. This is yeah, fun. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's fantastic. I love this stuff. Um, so let's see here. Uh, now we can just come up with a backstory for you, for your character, for Arthur. Okay. Uh, like and it, it's basically what what obviously obviously his background his his haunted one background is going to weigh heavily into the backstory maybe but maybe he he wasn't always like that maybe when he was younger <laughs> he didn't have this this terrible thing haunting him on a daily basis. Maybe that happened whenever he was a few years into his, uh, I guess, adolescence. Mm-hmm. I like that. And because what I was thinking of, and this is why I went with a normal name, Arthur, because mm-hmm. my initial scope for what my character's backstory would be is that he is a dragonborn because mm-hmm. he is of a and see I don't know if this would like go over into the rules of D&D or not or whatever because obviously he's dragonborn so I'm applying my rules only to dragonborn but my initial thoughts were that he is dragonborn but he somehow was raised from human descent as in he was like a bastard child of a human family that they can't explain but he is of dragonborn blood you could and... do that um as just a backstory um i mean I'm sure you could probably find like a kind of like there's half orcs and and half elves Mm -hmm. and stuff. I'm sure you could probably find some homebrewed version of a half dragonborn. Um, Right. Well, I mean, my idea is that he's full dragonborn, mm -hmm. but somehow he like, I guess that kind of makes it maybe here. Let me, let me throw this at you for a second. Okay. Maybe. Uh, he has always had this haunted one background, but since when he was a baby, maybe he didn't quite understand it. Uh, like he he may have had nightmares and things as a child, and he just kind of mm-hmm. brushed it off as just nightmares. But as he grew, he started to realize that these nightmares were never ending, basically. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe that <clears throat> being that haunts him is what caused him to be what he is. Mm. Like maybe something maybe it's something family related. Right. 
And that's kind of what I was going to go with is like intermix. Like as he... It could be a curse. Oh, that could be true. I think. Okay, this is what I think. I want to tie all that together. This is what I think I'm about about this character. Mm-hmm. I think he would be born, and whenever he like you know, because obviously dragonborn, uh, according to the description, are able to walk within like days, minutes of being born, mm-hmm. and they're like ten year old when they're three. Whenever he was born, he never understood what he was. And then as he gets older, he feels this presence haunting him. And his family, not knowing what he is either, shuns him, which grow- makes like these, you know, hauntings, this lurking shadow over him, all the mm-hmm. all, like all together makes it worse for him mm-hmm. until he comes into a state whenever he re- finally reaches his adulthood that he is burdened by this loathsome shadow that he can't shake off, that he doesn't understand. Okay. What do you think? I, I like it. I think that's a really good description. We can build on that too. Mm-hmm. So, let me. So what, what, um, obviously the dark calling is, uh, due to the haunted background. Right. But what makes him feel that he has a dark calling? Like what, what, um, what's making him feel that he needs to act on the dark calling as opposed to fighting it? And what makes him think it puts him above the law? I, I, I think overall is that there's this, I think it's because he doesn't understand it. Mm -hmm. And so instead of trying to come with, to terms with this dark calling, he tries to ignore it and it kind of gives him like a uh, <clears throat> an unrestrained uh, what's the right word for it? Put my therapy brain on here. Since he can't <laughs> like since he can't understand and come to terms with what he what it is, he pushes it down like just into his soul and it just erupts into like these outbursts of he doesn't care and he's above the law so he's got and... he's got kept up rage yes which is which works really well for a barbarian because right. your your key uh ability as a barbarian is called rage, rage. 
Nice. It's uh, it, let me let me explain that to you for a second. Um, rage as a bonus action and a rage for up to one minute or ten rounds. Uh, you gain advantage on strength checks and saving throws. Um, not attack. Plus two melee. You get a plus two to melee damage with strength weapons. Uh, resistance to blood bludgeoning, piercing, slash and slashing damage, and you can't you can't cast or concentrate on spells while raging. But that's all right because you don't know magic. Um, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> basically, basically, it just makes you a tank of a human being, nice. like or a tank of a dragonborn, I guess you'd say. Uh, this is exactly what I'm going you, for. You you take half damage. You get advantage on saving throws for. Uh, that are strength based you get a plus you get you do more damage because you're just so raged out like (laughs) nice i like it yeah it's it's i like this a lot this is a cool character i enjoy This, this i you know what like just building off this this is awesome this is I don't. This is this is definitely meeting more of my expectations that I could ever think about. Yeah, dude. No, and like, hey, let's think about it. Like, I'm. I want to run a campaign with you in it, and oh, I yeah. think this would be. Who this would be an interesting character to use for for the campaign that I want to run. He, I feel like he'd get who. He'd probably get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be a very, very interesting character. I've, I'm so happy with this. This is this was <laughs> really really good. Hell yeah, I'm so down with this. Oh, and also just as as reference, due to you being a blue dragonborn and having lightning uh, in your blood, basically. You also mm-hmm. have resistance to lightning damage, so you take half damage nice. from anything lightning-based. Oh, right on. Yeah. Man. This is... I I love this character. He's cool. No, they, I love it, too. This is amazing. <laughs> He's got lightning breath, which is amazing because any most fantasy th- games... <laughs> that I have played, which is mostly digital. There's never been any like RPG deck space or anything like that. Most yeah. of the time. Any strength based character like barbarians or fighters or anything, they usually have just from their pure strength from stomping on the ground or throwing their weapons or anything, usually have lightning based agility added to their attacks and just who they are, which is that kind of just fit into it yeah perfectly that's an interesting parallel that you've drawn there i didn't even think about that oh yeah like that's i mean you know basically and war yeah most games we play together like anytime i we know we've never really played too many games together that have fit into a world like that but like diablo obviously diablo yeah I'm always barbarian or something like that mm-hmm. with, you know, and you've seen me play Warcraft. Yeah. I'm always a warrior mm-hmm. and every one of those, it just, it fits very well into this, even though whenever I play those games, I'm usually a uh, basic bitch of a human being and I play a human, <laughs> but I like this guy, this guy, yeah. Dragonborn. 
And that's like this. That's just from the like bog standard player's handbook, dude. There are so many like different resources that you can choose. Like I'm going to pull out. There's this book called Volo's Guide to Monsters. There are different uh, playable cast or class or no, not class um, races in this book. That, let me see if I can find them. Um, yeah, there's like, I think seven different races in this book that you can choose from, like Azamar, which is basically like, uh, uh, a fallen angel, uh, fear bogs are like Ooh. big, big goat people. There's Goliaths, which are just, they're part giant, uh, Kenku, like my, my fighter, the bird person, there's lizard folk. Uh, tabaxi, which are basically Khajiit from <laughs> from uh, uh, Elder Scrolls, uh, and then there's a Triton, which is my my uh, druid character, and like there's still even more than that. Like it's ridiculous, and there's there's other class options and and things and different books, and there's just so many different things that you can do with this game. It's ridiculous. That is crazy. I like. I've read or seen a D and D book <clears throat> one time, except for like what we're doing now, mm-hmm. and like it was just thick, and like I just it, it was a lot to handle. It's intimidating for, my... for sure, but once you get into it and you like start getting excited about it, you look in those books and you're like, "This is so much fun!" Right, I could see it. I can see it for sure. Well, this this went on a little longer than I thought it would. Just to say it was great. I had so much fun doing it. Mm-hmm. But we should probably call the episode here. Uh, thank you so much, Chris, for doing this with me. I'm super Absolutely. excited to do more of these with you in the future, uh, whether it be actual games or just talking about different things. Uh, but hopefully everybody listening had a really good time. Uh, listening to us banter on about character creation. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes in the future. This is just the first of many, and I can't wait to make more. So please come back for more. We'll be happy to talk to you guys about D&D and other tabletop adventures. So we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.